0: Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah Minkler, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but welcome to Exposure Therapy, the podcast where I do things every week that scare me and I document them as honestly as possible. How did I get here? Why the heck am I doing a podcast that forces me into this vulnerable situation? The answer is last week I turned 26. And 26 isn't one of those ages that people talk about. It's not 30 or 21, but it really uh, hit me. Time already kind of stresses me out. Not kind of, it does a lot. I always hate the idea of time passing. I typically cry on New Year's Eve, things like that. So I wasn't necessarily looking forward to this birthday, but it dawned on me that I am now closer to 30 than I am 21, but yet I feel no closer to who I want to be than I did at 21. Um, In fact, I probably feel farther away. And that's terrifying. I think that it's not talked about enough like the change from being in school your whole life to all of a sudden being an adult, like there's there was always a clear goal. I was definitely like one of those you know, go getter kids trying to get the best grades, getting into a good school, things like that. And so that was my goal. It was like, okay, I'm going to graduate high school. okay, my goal is to get into a good school and to join a club or or whatnot. but I'm out of college, I've been out for several years, and there's no one telling me what to do, and I so badly want somebody to tell me what to do, because um, it's just hard. I don't really know what my goals are. Um, I don't have... A big sense of community. I have a, a few friends, you know, I'm close with my family. I recently moved, so I'm in a new uh, city with my fiance. We don't know anyone. There's just like this weird void. And and even if things are going well, you know, maybe professionally, like there's it just The last several years, it just feels like something's missing. I'm not really doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's scary. It's scary because when there's not someone telling you what to do, like there was growing up, there's, you know, no one pushing me to do things that scare me. I have seen, I mean, I've lived in this new town for almost a year now. And I haven't made a new friend here. I mean, it's so easy to fall into a routine, do the same thing every day, every week, find like this safety net. Um, It's I'm comfortable where I am. But that doesn't mean it's where I'm supposed to be. And so. Yeah, that's kind of that's how we got here. (laughs) And it's so easy to blame society or, you know, the nine to five grind or the fact that like you need money to buy stuff or even like, you know, blaming your friends for not wanting to do the stuff you want to do. I mean, there's so many things you can blame, but as... My favorite actor Timothy Chalamet said, Life is coming from you, not at you. Speaking of Timothy, um, as we're getting to know each other, I am very gay. Straight up Les. However, me and my fiance have three men that we have crushes on, and we agree on these three men. We have good taste. Timothy Chalamet is number two. Number one is a little offbeat, Corey Cool, He was on The Amazing Race. He's friends with Tyler Oakley. And number three is Harry Styles. So, fun facts. But he said in an interview that life is coming from you, not at you. And I am the only one to blame for how I've been feeling lately. And it's my job to make my life how I want it. And so... I have determined that I'm going to get a hold of the fear and the anxieties that are in front of me, that are holding me back from what I want to do, and uh, yeah, take control of them. So what are the things that I want to do? What are things that make me feel fulfilled? I love to be creative. And I like to create with other people. And it's weird because I'm like a data person. That's what I do on the day to day. Very mathy. Math has always been my thing. So that's not necessarily what you'd expect from a person like me. But I absolutely love it. And I really enjoy being a part of and contributing to communities and engaging confidently and just purely as myself with these communities, and unfortunately, everything I just listed gives me anxiety in some way. Now, it wasn't always like that. Um, when I was in high school, I was very much like the lovable nerd trope. Um, most of high school, I I didn't know my sexuality. I was friends with all these girls, never really put that together, and, um, you know, I was good at math, but I also was good with people, very active in softball and student council, and I just felt like even when I wasn't working on myself and working to get into a good college, that I was working for the community or working as part of a softball team or you know, putting on some kind of cool event. And I just, I I really f- felt much more fulfilled at that time. And I know that it's very easy to look back with the rose colored glasses, but there was a very specific shift uh, when I went away for college. I went to school on the East Coast and I'm from Missouri and it like something just changed. So one, I was in a horrible, stressed out um, mood because I was away from my girlfriend at the time, Caitlin, who is now my soon to be wife, but we were doing long distance. And that was like really hard and stressful. And two, I've always been plus size, but I n- never noticed it until I got to Cornell. Like, it's it never really impacted me in any way. Um, but then I got to Cornell, and I looked around, and I just, I really can't remember. <laughs> well, I, there's actually one other plus-size girl I remember, and I just, like, always was like, wow, I want to be your friend. Maybe we can start a pact. But I felt so different because of that and i just felt like i didn't belong um and i very quickly kind of became ashamed of of what i looked like and and who i was i just didn't really think i deserved to be there and so um i just always thought that somehow um, I don't know I would snap back <laughs> back to uh, to not being um, anxious about that kind of stuff but that hasn't happened and I wanted to dive into what things give me anxiety so I mentioned I am um, uh, plus sized, and I think because of that I really really get anxious about taking up too much time or space. Like I don't deserve people's time and space. And so this can show itself as like, I really hate like having people walk behind me on a sidewalk because, you know, they must be thinking that I'm too slow or too fat or, um, you know, I'm just an annoyance to them. I get really afraid to speak in group settings uh, it's weird. I'm actually, I've taken so many public speaking classes. It used to be a huge anxiety of mine, but I don't necessarily mean public speaking. I mean, more of like sharing ideas, like something personal to me that could be judged. Um, and like letting my ideas take up space. I also, uh, am just so afraid of like, disappointing people or not looking up to not living up to like these crazy high expectations that I set on myself uh, for some reason and I don't necessarily know why I made these expectations but um I, I talked about in therapy a lot, but I guess I just kind of assume now that everyone from my past has these same exact expectations for me that I had and so you know, the thought of disappointing myself or my family, or I don't know, some random guy from my third grade class, like really stresses me out. I also, like I mentioned, did really well in school growing up and it came pretty easily to me. And so now it's like, (laughs) I really need like instant gratification and I need to be good at stuff. Um, immediately. And so like the idea of starting something and not knowing exactly how to be perfect at it. And like the idea of like, I can get better over time is hard to grasp with. I mentioned time already. I think because I have all these like insane high expectations for myself, the fact that like time passes and I'm not like accomplishing what I think I should be, Or also just like being late to stuff stresses me out because I, I don't want the attention on me. I don't want to take up that extra time. And then, you know, last but not least, casual group, social anxiety. I, you know, I'm sure it's a culmination of all the things above, but I'm okay. One-on-one. And strangely, like if I feel comfortable with at least like a couple people there or like I'm in like a leader position or something like I can kind of open up. But for the most part, um, you know, being in groups and. You know, it just really stresses um, stresses me out. So, yeah, it's really unfortunate when (laughs) like your favorite things in life of being a part of a community and like sharing ideas and creating you know, either I don't know art or videos or a product or a company. Uh, starting a summer camp, I'd love to start a summer camp. Like it involves having to take up time and space, and you might fail, and you might look stupid, and you need to like use other people and meet new people to do it. And those are all the things that really, um, yeah, make me have anxiety, and so you know, that's what led me to uh, starting therapy. I started therapy um, about a little more than a year ago, because I do realize that probably a lot of these anxieties kind of started with my weight. And so I went to see Nancy. Nancy um, was a great therapist. She I've tried a lot of therapists in my life. But Nancy, Um, was definitely my favorite. She was harsh. Um, You know, she says those truth bombs that you need to hear uh, made me cry more than once. But she did introduce me to the idea of exposure therapy. And so um, for a few months, you know, every week, she would give me a small challenge, much smaller than I'm picturing for this podcast. But things like uh, I used to hate like crossing the street while a car was waiting for me again because of that taking up time and space and so she would say you have to do that at least 10 times this week and think about how you're feeling beforehand how you're feeling after does it get easier each time you know think through those things and you you'll soon realize that you know it does get easier over time you just have to do it consistently And so that's the point of this podcast. I no longer see Nancy because, uh, you know, I guess like eight months ago or so, I thought I had everything figured out. I lost a few pounds uh, (laughs) and I, you know, we lost touch, but I was wrong. And we're going to try a podcast this time. I will be doing something that scares me every week, documenting it, talking about it in a way that I hope is, you know, shows that I really want to be vulnerable and honest. I am kind of tired about, you know, I feel like it's somehow become a cool thing to have anxiety. Um, and it's like cool to be funny about your anxiety and, uh, and I don't I just it never feels like people have like the same anxiety as me, and I'm sure they do, and that's probably just my weird desire to be unique but um I don't know i'm just I'm hoping to go about this in as uh honest and accurate as possible and So what about making a podcast scares me? Well, the fact that I've had this idea for well over a month, uh, you know, kind of shows that I'm afraid I, you know, researched how to make a podcast. I tried recording myself at least, you know, 15 times. I never liked how my voice sounded. I hate the idea that like it's going to be on the Internet forever so I really hope I don't say anything I regret. Um, if you know, I wanted people to listen to this podcast, but they don't. You know, because I'm you know maybe not cute or funny enough. Um. Yeah, that I think would that just makes me sad um, to think about. But I'm trying to remind myself that this is for me. If anything, this podcast is a way for me to hold myself accountable, to get me closer to where I want to be. And if people want to listen while I do that, if people want to join along and start challenging themselves to to do things that scare them, then um, that'll just be an added benefit. But for now, I'm trying to remind myself that the podcast is for me, you know, first and foremost. So this is episode number one, but what are some things that I'll probably try on future episodes? One, you know, there could be just some, some vulnerability items. So I really want to have, I, my weight is not something I talk about and I want to have some candid conversations and to just get used to talking about my weight and and not <laughs> like just have this huge knot in my stomach when anyone says that they're feeling fat or whatever. So that's something I want to try I really want to make friends in this town. I want to join like a league of some sort and get over my fear of being bad at, you know, in front of people. I know this might be funny, but I want to learn how to parallel park on a busy street so I don't have to like stress about driving to new places. I'd love to do some kind of community theater. Um, I did recently start a business, but, you know, um, getting clients is like a totally um, other beast. So talking about that, you know, just things that I need to do and I need to accomplish in order to reach my dreams, um, you know, rather than just daydream about it like I have been. So, you know, I guess at the end of the podcast, I'll talk about how the exposure therapy is going. I, It's going well. I still have a knot in my stomach. I'm like in the back of my head thinking about listening to this for the first time or actually like sharing it with someone. But I actually feel optimistic and hopeful and excited. I'm excited that I actually did this. I am proud to, and I hope that uh, I can keep doing it and that we can keep bettering ourselves and to actually, um, I don't know, live, live the fulfilling lives that, that we all look for. So, Thank you for joining me in episode number one. As they say, please like, rate and subscribe and I'll see you next time. Thank you.